Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey guys, before this show starts, just want to let you know that over on Red Men Plus, our subscription service, we've got tons and tons of Liverpool content in podcast form as well. You love podcasts, we love making podcasts. Go and check it all out. That's redmenplus.com. Sign up for as little as £5 a month. You will not regret it. Now, enjoy the show. Hello everyone. It is the Starting Eleven Prediction Show. I am Paul Machen and it's my job to work out what Jürgen Klopp is going to do with all of these lads to make them into a team that can beat Chelsea at Anfield in the 12.30 kickoff this Saturday. It is no easy task, um, particularly given that uh, you know the senior team played Brighton last week and were shite. Um, <coughs> a younger, <coughs> more rotated side played Wolves in the FA Cup and we're much better. Um, <clears throat> what I want to do a little bit different, normally what I do is I kind of whittle these all down and then start to pick from what we had available to us. I'll do a little bit of that, but what, what I'm tempted to do is to kind of, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to put the, the team up from Wolves and I want to have a discussion with the people here in the comments live right now in terms of who keeps the place, who moves, what changes. Um, so we'll start with that. <clears throat> oh, Christ, am I a frog in my throat? Adzian's not going to be involved unless there's a major issue with the goalkeepers. Obviously, Allison will likely come back in, but in terms of just getting this set up right, um, no, anyone know what's happened to Ramsey? I'd love to know what's happened to him. Um, we just can't seem to keep him fit for any stretch of time. Obviously, Virgil van Dijk uh, is a long-term injury, so he is out of the equation. And let me just double-check in terms of other long-term injuries. Bobby Firmino... And uh, Diogo Jota won't be in contention either. Fingers crossed Darwin Nunes is back. The last word ahead of the Wolves game was that he should be back in training today. So he should at least be in contention. And then, I guess Jordan Henderson was just rested and saying goes for Trent Alexander-Arnold. Robertson, Simicas is a doubt um, because he picked up a, a, a knock to his back apparently. Um, so yeah, there's that. Right, okay. So what I'll do is I will put <coughs> Allison and that there, and let's go with the team. I don't think Phillips is going to start, but he was at least on the bench. So the team lines up with no Matip, and we had Joey Gomez playing left side there. Shimakas played left back, and it was Jimmy Milner 
Uh, at right back, the midfield three was Stefan Bacetic, it was Thiago Alcantara, and it was Naby Keita. Harvey Elliott played off the left, and um, he played in a front three with Cody Gakpo and with Fabio Carvalho. So I'm just going to put some of these players off to the side, and we'll have a little bit of a chat around them. So that <clears throat> was the 11 that we started. Let's spread them out a bit. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burroughs Memorial Day sale at burrowcom slash ACAST. That's burrowcom slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Let me know. We'll go. We'll. I'll start with the defence myself, and then I want to know what you think the midfield three should be. Should we go with this exact midfield three? <clears throat> Bearing in mind that your options are Harvey Elliott can come back in there, um, Jordan Henderson can come back in. Um, you've also got an option where Kurt Jones, Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain as well might be in contention for that, or maybe something wild. So let me know in the comments what you would do with that. I think, well, let's just discuss the back the back four. Simicast, with a, with a knock, I don't think he's going to start. I don't think he would have started, even if he was fully fit. I think Andy Robertson is one of the first ones to be nailed on to come back in. Same goes for the goalie. Uh, Kelleher, brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Uh, top quality goalkeeper, but Ali is the best in the world, and he's the first choice goalie, so when he's fit, he's going to play. Now, I think it's pretty obvious that James Milner will come out for Trent. And I think that's fair, really. I think he's been good um, since the return from the World Cup duty. Anyone got any disagreements if I leave the back four like that? Now, the obvious other move that we've got, and we've not got loads of other moves, but the other one is, of course, Joel Matted. What we've seen prior to Tuesday was <clears throat> Canate's been playing left centre half. Joel Matthews from playing right. And that would represent our most, well, certainly our biggest <laughs> centre-back pair available to us in the absence of Virgil. So that remains our, our big sort of decision here, is do you keep Gomez as your left-sided centre-half and keep Canarte as right? 
or do you move Canate back to left and bring Matip in? So there's our first, I think, real decision point uh, to be reached. I'm going to put Matip just in there for the moment. Uh, and we can come back to discuss that in a moment. Right, okay. So, then, in terms of the midfield, <clears throat> let me see what we got. I mean, some of the Albert Abofo saying Trent against Mudrick, as though, like, Trent Alexander-Arnold has never played again. I would be saying Mudrick against Trent. Yeah, and I might be look. I might look foolish, but that's half the point of football. It's backing the players that you you know and you love. Um, Saying here's no Trent or Robbo has to be bench for a more defensive back line, so our mid can actually flourish and not have to watch their back. See, I'd say. I mean, look, I I I think that's an interesting talking point, but I think so much about how the defence is left exposed is about the functionality of the midfield. You've got you've got an additional attacking weapon in Trent Alexander Arnold, and again, it's it's wildly overstated this idea that he's not a good defender. He's a good defender. He's not. It's not his strongest suit, but he's a good defender. He just is. Um, Andy Robertson's a better defensive left back than Costas Simicas, um, and he's faster and he's got more engine to him. But he is obviously slightly not as good in the technical department when you're sort of crossing from you know deep static positions that that Costas is. Um, I asked the questions about the midfield. <laughs> um, a few people here saying uh, Dan Taylor says Fab, Thiago and Keita would bring Bacetic on though deserves some game time uh, Neon is saying Matip over Gomez all day um, yeah uh, interesting interesting conversation so look let's say I'm not against starting that midfield in theory but if we're talking about what Jürgen's going to do do you think that Jürgen would be happy to go with that young midfield today and I think that's a that is the tricky part for this, let me just find um, Fab, who is there. There he is. Um, so I think, yeah, I think that's that's another of our big decision points. Is at what point do we replace the sticky tape on the back of the magnet of Thiago, and who is going to be the DM? Do you bring Fabinho back in for Bacetic, or do you stick with that? And then the other one is, and I think this is a slightly more nuanced point. Obviously, the skipper, if he's available. Does he come back in over Naby Keita? That's another conversation to be had. Does he come in for, for the six as well? I think Jordan's in contention. And then maybe you've got a shout where Harvey Elliott as well might actually be in the mix for the midfield. That's, we'll, we'll revisit that in a second. Let's just quickly look at the front line then. So Mo Salah, um, there's no world where Mo Salah, if fit, doesn't come straight back in to the team. Gakpo, I, I would reckon, would keep his place. Carvalho and Elliot are interesting conversations in this one, and I'll take Carvalho out for the moment. And let's just go on the understanding, let's say Darwin Nunes is fit. Uh, so we were just on the build-up show earlier this morning, and I was I was pitching for this. Gakpo stays through the middle, Salah comes back in on the right, and Darwin Nunes comes in on the left-hand side. I think it wasn't enough to really unequivocally say on Gakpo, and again, it was against Wolves, who also, again, have been a bit better than us at times this season. Um, um, I like how Gakpo plays in that position. It's more Bobby-like. He comes in here, he looks for little knockoffs, little give-and-goes, and that actually activated Thiago and Keita loads more as well. And it gave, particularly someone like Nebby Keita, it gave him licence to get forward. So not because there's times when he finds himself in the box alongside, but also... He also is able to go and occupy this space behind. I don't think he's absolutely, you know, 
world class at it as such, but it's far more a natural part of his game than it is for some of our other midfield options. One, one of them being like Jordan Henderson, James Milner as well. Um, so I like the idea of Gakpo Central, and obviously then it means you've got Nunes's just wild electric pace from the flank as well. So I think there's um, I think there's some interesting conversations to be had around that. I don't think we're gonna I don't think we're gonna see Doke involved. I don't think we're, don't think there's too many other options. Now there is obviously you could just swap Nunes and Gakpo around. If Nunes is out, I would profit to you guys that there's an alternative solution here where we go Gakpo from the left, Salah central, and keep Harvey Elliott on the right because I thought he had a decent game against Wolves. To be fair, more freed from the the pressure of having to be a part of the function of the of the midfield setup. So I quite like that, and I don't mind. You know, look, get Salah closer to the goal. He's the goal scorer. He's the only goal scorer we've got. If pardon me, if we haven't got Darwin Nunes and Bobby Firmino etc available. So I think that's a distinct possibility. What would your front three be? Um, Shabazz is saying no, Nun no Nunes and Doke on the flanks. I mean, look, that's, that's an interesting one. I think we're being careful with Doke. And I think, look, he looks very exciting, but he's very raw. He's very, very raw. He's got a very bright future in the game, but he's a very young lad. And at the moment, I think we're doing the right thing of slowly introducing him, letting him be an impact, so build his confidence up. There's, there might come a game, and I don't think it'd be too far away, where he, you do start, though, and say, go, ahead, go go and have 45 minutes, go and have 60 minutes and see what you can do, mate. But I don't, I don't think... I don't think we're going to make wild, wild changes. It does feel like it will be an amalgamation of somewhere between the side that starts against Brighton and the one that, that performed much better against Wolves. Um, but I'm not against, I say, the idea of having Mohamed Salah central if we need to, because, again, there's the goal-scoring threat. But the problem I think we have sometimes is... It's what are we looking for? Because we've said this for years. It's like, go and get an out-and-out -out striker. Go and get an out-and-out -out striker. Well, we bought one. And Darwin Nunes is, is, is cracking forward. But he's not so good a forward that he could, that you can totally alter your style for him. Like Haaland. So Man City have compromised how they play football to put Erling Haaland in up front. And it's worked to an extent. To an extent that no one's really looking at how much Man City are not playing to their level this year. Because he scores so many goals and Darwin, but Darwin doesn't, of course. So I, I, I do, and the more I'm leading, this is what I would play Gapo Central, and I would, yeah, and I, I would work other things around that. But what will Jurgen do? That's the big question, and I, I do wonder whether he'll go with that. Um, I mean, someone here saying Edward Smith saying five five four might be what we need to start winning games again. I'm gonna trust that that was a joke. Otherwise, does someone want to explain the obvious mistake in that one in the comments? That would be great. Um, Sam Weller here saying, Fab, DM, Bacetic and Thiago in centre mids. The Cater things, I think Cater's entirely central to this. So, if Naby Cater is fit, Naby Cater, I think, will start. I think it was a good performance from Bacetic, but right now, Fabinho is still, he still should be the main man, because when he's on it, He's on it and he provides so so many factors to that midfield. It's like, and it feels like a long time away and you start to forget, don't you, very quickly in football. But I think the Fabinho midfield thing, I think, is what he'll go for. 
And I think that but that provides you that nice amalgamation between Wolves and what he's trying to do, which is to get his senior players back into some semblance of form. How the midfield functions is going to depend entirely upon how the two eights perform. And that then in turn is how the front line in front of them perform. We've got to press, we've got to press high off the pitch, we've got to cause problems for our opponents, we've got to unsettle their passing game. That's where we've been going wrong. That's where the house of cards comes tumbling down. Because if you fuck the press up, then you leave yourself wide open and teams strolling through the middle of us. And that was the night and day difference between how we played Wolves at Anfield and how we played them at, at Molyneux. So I I picked my team on the start on the on the on the match build-up show. I went for Robertson, Gomez, Canate. I went for Binho, Thiago, Keita. And I went for that, I think, as a front... No, I went for Gakpo Central. Darwin off the left, Salah off the right, if Darwin's fit. I think Jürgen will probably go back to... Um, go back to the back four of Canate, Matip. Which I don't, I don't hundred percent agree with. I thought Gomez was good at the left side of centre half. I, but I think he'll go for Binho, and if he's fit, I think he will give Thiago another go. Uh, sorry, Thiago Cater another go if Cater's fit. I think Bacetis will be on the bench, and I think if if Darwin Nunes is fit, I think the gaffer will go Nunes through the middle, Salah from the right, Gakpo from the left. But I would like to see Gakpo myself personally through the centre. And then, in terms of the bench, it will be uh, Callagher. It will be... Who have we got in terms of centre-half? It will have to be Joe Gomez. Where did I put Gomez? He's in my hand. He's in my hand. Joe Gomez. Uh, then uh, there's a chance Nat Phillips is probably still on the bench. I'll go with that for now and then see how we are for numbers. Um, if Shimakas is fit, he'll be on there. I don't know, again, no one knows where Ramsey is, so at this point, you know, it is what it is. Bacetic will be on there. If he's fit, Henderson will be on there. That's six. And we've got three more. Those three will most likely be James Milner, Curtis Jones, and... Oh, Christ, hang on. And then we've got... Okay, maybe we take... Okay, we'll take Phillips off the bench. We'll put Milner as more defensive substitute. We will then have Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain. And our final sub will be from will be Elliot. Okay, yeah. If that's the case, and that means... God, we've got players who are missing out on the bench here. That means Carvalho, Doak. That means Carvalho, Doak, Phillips don't even make the bench. Wild. Wild. I'm not sure I'm totally in on that. Um... I think that's what the, the, the gaffer's more likely to do because ultimately there's not enough um, data points to, to basically draw a line of best fit here. I feel like we've made, I think we've, we've changed something. I think Brighton was the first step and I think Wolves is the, is, was the next big step on that in terms of how we're going to play. So if, if it's that, I still would rather see Gaffo play central and let Nunes run, Wyatt, run right on the left. So... I think this is what Jürgen's going to do. This is not what I'd do. I'd have, I'd have Gomez, and I would, and I would, yeah, and I would go Gapo Central. Mm, it's tricky. Okay, cool. Um, let me know what you think of that. So the team that Jürgen Klopp is going to pick will be Alison Becker in goal, Andy Robertson left-back, Ivo Canate and Joel Matip centre-half, with Trent Alexander-Arnold at right-back. It will be a midfield three of Fabinho, Thiago, Keita, and a front three of 
Darwin Nunes, Cody Gakpo and Mohamed Salah. And then the bench. I'm not 100% on this bench if I'm being perfectly honest. I think an injury to Shimakas might change it slightly. Uh, if, and if Shimakas has got a little bit of a knock, then I it'll be Carvalho or Doak on the bench. I think most people will probably put Doak because they're just really excited about it at the moment. Fine. Uh, Kelleher, Gomez, Milner, Shimakas, Pachetic, Henderson, Jones, Chamberlain, Elliott. That makes up my substitute bench. Right. Sound. Um, agree? Disagree? Let me know. Uh, do drop a like on the video as well if you want more and better analysis. Uh, expert Insight, we've got two. We've got an Expert Insight and we've got a Transfer Expert Insight show this weekend. There's one being recorded right now as well. Dan Club is upstairs chatting to Pletty Goal, Florian Plettenberg uh, around the Roberto Firmino contract situation and more. So if you want to get closer to Liverpool from people who really know what they're talking about and not just me who talks from experience uh, and a lot of years of watching and playing football, um, real genuine experts then go to redmenplus.com and get more of that good stuff do check out the build-up show as well where we had a good hearty discussion around the 11 uh, between me Dan and Steve Plunkett as well and other than that the watch along will be back I'll be at Anfield this weekend as well looking forward to can't wait to see the Reds back in action because all we can do at this point um, is support the team get behind the lads give it all look at, look at what the away support did at Wolves pour our hearts souls and lungs out onto the pitch Um yeah, and in the meantime, be excellent to each other. That's all else I'll say, because no one else is to blame for Liverpool's plight apart from the people on the pitch. And now you can be horrible to them, or you can get behind them and support them. One way is the Liverpool way, and the other way is the Chelsea way. I prefer the Liverpool way. I hope you do too. Anyway, thank you so much. Have a wonderful afternoon. Up the fucking Reds. Thanks for listening. If you want even more Bosch content and podcasts just like this, go over to RedmenPlus.com and sign up now. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.